0: You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number three. Guys, today I have an amazing episode lined up for you. I had the privilege of interviewing Cassie Gudmanson from Row Design Co. Cassie is an amazing branding and mindset coach, and we talk about so much in today's conversation from mindset, money mindset, how to stop telling yourself you're stuck and take aligned action that actually brings results, Cassie shares about her own story from going from $0 a month to $8,000 a month is honestly such a good conversation and I am so excited to dive in, but let me just share a little bit more about Cassie. As I said, Cassie is a branding and mindset coach. She has worked with more than 100 conscious entrepreneurs just like you to step into their sole purpose and build a lasting legacy of impact. Everything in her business stems from the belief that lives are changed when we do the work that truly lights us up. Most days, you can find her working from home in Southern California with her husband and baby girl Freya and a crazy husky pup running around in the background. I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. It's a good one. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthie, and I love all things marketing, money, mindset, and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. Hey, Cassie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to dig into the episode today. Me too. Me too. Well, would you like to just briefly share some of your story? What do you do now? How you got started? Just tell us.
1: Yeah. So I have owned my business for about five years now, coming up on five years, and it has shifted a lot over the years but primarily now I am a brand strategist and a mindset coach. So my studio really started as a brand design and web design studio, and that is what I primarily focused on for the first few years and just working with clients one-on-one, designing brands for some amazing people and companies. And then as I started to grow my own business and really scale my own work and dig into my own mindset I found that I loved that part of business and so in the past year or so I have also kind of added in mindset coaching Mm, I love that yeah incorporate that with clients and kind of shift into teaching a lot about that
0: Mm, that's so cool I mean, often we hear marketing and mindset coaches or like business and mindset coaches, but I love yeah. that you have a real focus on branding and then you've kind of incorporated mindset into that as well. That's so cool. So how did you get started with the branding side of things?
1: Yeah. So it's really funny, actually, because I am self-taught. I did not yeah. go to school for design. I actually went to college for fashion merchandising, and mm-hmm. that is what I had a job in when I graduated. And I just didn't love it. Um, And so I ended up just quitting that job and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And my husband, who I was dating at the time, just kind of offhandedly was like, you should do graphic design. Like Mm -hmm. you you know about visual stuff. You kind of know how to use Photoshop. Why don't you just do that? And I didn't really have another plan at the time. So I was like, (laughs) sure, I guess I'll try that. (laughs) And it just kind of snowballed from there. I I first started working for some fashion blog and I was just designing like little graphics for them and then as I taught myself more and more that turned into designing full brands and websites and it just kind of expanded from there over the years
0: yeah I love that so yeah you focus on both branding and mindset so do you just want to share with us I guess why you believe these two things work hand in hand why they work together and Why do you believe mindset is important in business? Because I feel like so many people don't really have a good grasp or an understanding of what a healthy mindset looks like, how it is so powerful as an entrepreneur. So yeah, just walk us through that journey and and why you think branding and mindset go
1: so well together. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I feel like this is something that I kind of discovered for myself as I was building my business. And then I realized that I was kind of doing mindset coaching with my branding clients all along. So over the years of kind of refining my branding process, I have always really wanted everything I designed to be very purposeful, very intentional for my clients. I didn't want to just design things that were pretty. And so I kind of used to joke that I was like a brand therapist, um, because at the beginning of our process, I would really hold this space for my clients to tell me like what their big goals were, what their dreams were, what was kind of holding them back from embodying that in their brand. And then I was just taking that information and translating it into like a website or a brand design. Um, but it, that became my favorite part of the process and i realized you know as i started doing my own mindset work that that's what i had been doing with them that beginning part of the process was really mindset shifts for them to feel Mm. confident about their business to step into what they were really passionate about and to um, you know show up in that energy in their business to really Mm. grow and It just became really apparent to me that without that step, without that kind of mindset work and that belief in themselves um, at the beginning that a pretty brand wouldn't really do anything, right? It was my clients who had that positive belief and that mindset kind of foundation who were seeing so much success in their own businesses, And I saw that in my own business too when I kind of got to a place where I felt really stuck and I was doing all of the strategies. I had a really beautiful website. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing all of the, you know, textbook things. Mindset was the one thing that I really hadn't focused on. And when I did start to focus on that, a lot of growth happened in my business. And I love to tell my clients and kind of tell my audience especially if you're a business owner, you already have a mindset. It's not Mm -hmm. a matter of like getting a mindset to grow your business. You already have one. And so you might as well look at it and become aware of the thoughts and the beliefs and the patterns that you're kind of running your business from and shift those into more abundant or empowering thoughts and beliefs instead of kind of you know, running your business from a place of limiting beliefs or fears that mm. that you might be doing right now.
0: Yeah. Wow. There are so many golden things you just <laughs> said. <laughs> I just want to pull apart some of those things. Yeah. Um, I loved what you said about, you know, you can have the prettiest brand, you can have the prettiest website, but that's not going to necessarily get you to where you want to be. There's so many other aspects as an entrepreneur that we need to consider. Yeah. Um, and i feel like as creatives often we spend so long focusing on you know just the pretty stuff how it looks yeah. on the outside but there's so much more work involved and I don't know. I hope our listeners can kind of be reminded of that today that, yeah, you can spend so much time and energy crafting this really pretty and beautiful brand. But if you don't do the back end hard work, <laughs> that's not really going to get you results on its own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that kind of like you realize over time, You especially when you're first kind of growing your business, I think, people oftentimes want like a formula or a framework or something to follow and those mm. can be so helpful and like of course i was a brand designer for years so i know the power of having a beautifully put together brand but yeah if you don't believe in yourself if you have limits around how you can sell or how you can make money or you know all of these parts of your business mm. then that's the energy you're showing up in and it's going to be much harder to actually make money and grow Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said as well about everyone has a mindset. (laughs) It's just working out
0: if it's a healthy one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like sometimes mindset – work and mindset coaches to certain people, like they're automatically turned off from it because to them that feels a little bit like woo woo or it's spiritual or like, you know, they're like, what? That's just magical, weird stuff that you're talking about. But Mm. it it doesn't matter who you are or what type of business you're running. You have beliefs that you're operating Mm. from and that you're showing up from. And that's what your mindset is, really. Mm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So walk us through, I guess, some of the key mindset shifts that have really impacted your business. I'm sure there are so many, Um, but as a mindset coach, yeah, would you mind sharing some of the main shifts that you've had to have in your business to to see growth?
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones for me and the thing that really kicked off my journey of diving into mindset was towards the end of last year, I had, you know, basically a $0 income month in December Mm -hmm. of 2019. And after having owned my business for like three and a half years at that point, that was very frustrating for me. And I Mm -hmm. felt like I was at this place of kind of like a continual roller coaster where I would have a really high month and then a really low month. And it was just always up and down. And I didn't understand why that was happening. That leads to a lot of burnout and frustration like that can really kill your enthusiasm for wanting to do your business if you're always kind of going up and down. And so when I really started diving into the mindset work, I realized that I had a lot of money mindsets and limiting beliefs that were just kind of ingrained in me from childhood and from growing up and kind of seeing you know, like how money worked in my family and seeing my parents also kind of go on that mm-hmm. like roller coaster of up and down with money. And I think, especially if you're a business owner, looking at your money beliefs is such a powerful place to start with your mindset because. I really had to shift from this belief of money comes and goes and it's always up and down to this belief of my income can be consistent. I can always make more and more money every month, right? Like these more empowering, abundant beliefs around money. And then, of course, with that comes a lot of like inner work and kind of looking at the old stories and where that stuff came from. But I feel like for me, a lot of the big shifts came when I started to look at the money mindsets and what I believed about money and how that would work in my business and kind of shifted those.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously you work with a lot of your own coaching clients. What are some really common kind of money mindset blocks that you find a lot of creative entrepreneurs run into?
1: Yeah. I think one that comes up a lot is that money is really hard to come by or you have to work really hard to make money. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is so interesting because especially around money, money is a neutral resource. It's not good or bad. It doesn't have its own agenda, right? Like money (laughs) is a tool just like any other tool we use in our business. And especially in our society, like culturally there's so much pressure and emotion attached to money yeah. and it's really interesting like if you start to think about money the same way you think about oxygen you don't go through your day worrying that the oxygen is going to run out and you're not going to be able to breathe anymore yeah. you just you know you just you believe just right yeah. you just breathe you just believe that it's going to be there yeah and so the thing about money is money can be the same type of resource or tool for you. Mm-hmm. It's just that we put our beliefs that like we have to do X amount of work to let the money flow into our life or we have to spend like X amount of hours to make a certain number of money. And that's just a choice, right? Like that mm-hmm. That belief around having to work really hard for money. We're having to like, quote unquote, earn it. Yeah, Um, Yeah. that That is one of the common ones I see. And honestly, that comes up a lot because that scares people. Like a lot of my clients, that brings up fears around growing their business. Because if you believe that money is hard to earn, then of course you don't want to grow your business because growing your business means having to work harder, more stress, more time. And so even if you want more money, right? Like you don't want more stress or yeah. more hard work. Yes. And so it creates this like resistance in you where money won't flow in. Mm. That's a huge one that I see. And when you can start to shift that, it, it becomes really powerful to kind of let money flow into your business in an easier way. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It's such a common
0: lie that we can believe that to make money, we need to work harder, we need to do more, we need to invest more time or energy, and it's just not true. And that's been a journey that I've been on as well, like kind of realizing that making money shouldn't feel hard. And sometimes there's also I don't know a sense of guilt or shame Mm -hmm. attached to that because you think, oh, but I don't want to, I don't want to be a materialistic person. I don't want to be a money chasing person, but. You can still have goals. Like money is not the enemy. And I think that's also something a lot of people, including myself, kind of had to overcome as an entrepreneur, is, I guess, is battling that belief that money isn't the enemy. It's yeah. it's not something that we need to yeah feel guilty for, I guess, striving for. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just that belief that money, making money doesn't need to feel
1: hard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of feelings around it. And it can be really interesting to just ask yourself, like, what phrases did I hear when I was growing up around money? Like, did you hear things from your parents or like on TV that like rich people were greedy or rich people were evil or like, CEO, yeah. billionaires yeah. are, like, ruining the world, right? Like, there's yeah. there's so much um, that we absorb when we're little about money being mm-hmm. bad or being wrong or, like, if you want more money, you're greedy or, mm-hmm. like, if you want to be successful, you have to work 80 hours a week. Yeah, And so those things, like, dig into your subconscious brain and even if you're not consciously thinking about them right now you might be kind of living and taking actions from those beliefs so it's just really interesting to start to think about like what type of things you heard when you were little and Mm. do you still want to live by that or do you want to shift your belief into something that feels better
0: Mm. What are some other mindset shifts that either you've had or maybe um, your clients have had that have pushed them into a new season of growth for their business? Or is there anything that you can share from your own journey? Obviously, you had a bit of a a lull at the end of 2019. And then within a few short months, you, you saw some incredible growth just from working through a few mindset blocks. So do you want to walk us through any more mindset shifts that you or your clients have had that you've seen?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think another really powerful thing that I really personally went through when I had that really low month and then, you know, at the beginning of 2020, there was a lot of growth in my business. Another really powerful shift that I made in my mindset was going from this feeling and this belief that I was stuck and that nothing was working to trusting That everything was adding up. I love to say everything I'm doing is adding up and adding up until it overflows. Mm -hmm. And I really, for a long time, and I've seen this with my clients too, right? Like you, you get so attached to how things are going to happen in your business. Like I'm going to send this newsletter and that is going to equal two new inquiries or I'm going, right? Like you get so attached to how things are going to happen in your business. And then when it doesn't happen that way, um, that can feel really discouraging. And that's Mm -hmm. how I felt. I felt like I wasn't seeing the results from anything I was doing and it just felt like I was stuck. And I just honestly, like I didn't change any strategies. I just decided to shift my belief and start Mm -hmm. to trust that everything I was doing was adding up and that things were snowballing and that my business was growing even when there was no like evidence that that was true like mm-hmm. even when i sent a newsletter and nobody responded or filled out an inquiry form i i decided to trust that everything was adding up yeah. and i think when you start to kind of release the expectation that X equals Y or that like this action equals this result and just Mm -hmm. believe that everything you're doing is kind of adding up and working towards the growth of your business, then you allow space for things to happen. Yeah. And that's what it felt like for me. It felt like I just, you know, I came into my business with a different energy when I really shifted that belief. And like I said, I wasn't doing any different strategies. Like I was still doing newsletters. I was still posting on Instagram, but then I started to see momentum in my business with people Mm -hmm. reaching out or buying my course or booking like higher paying clients. Mm -hmm. And I think that shift can be really powerful too, um, to just start to believe that everything you're doing is working and adding up for you. Yeah, I often
0: use... Like just the analogy of like a marathon, it's all about those small steps that are going to get you to the end of the quote race. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I think often people they burn themselves out by by sprinting. And then when they kind of don't get to the finish line as quick as they thought, or as you say, X doesn't equal Y, -hmm. often they use that as an excuse to stop showing up. And I don't know, I guess it's just the human mind. We think, oh, well, that must have failed because they didn't get a response from that or people mustn't have liked that. So I won't do that again, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes for that person. You know, I don't, I don't remember the stats, but I think someone needs to see your content something like seven or 12 times. I don't know, (laughs) but you don't know what that newsletter is doing for that person. It might be just that next step that they Need to take um, in order to, I guess, take action, fill out an inquiry. It might just be a piece of the puzzle for them. So yeah, I love that. It's so true.
1: Often, yeah. Yeah,
0: often we do think this didn't work, this failed. I'm just not going to do that again, or I'm not going to send another newsletter. What's the point? But no, I love how you kind of broke that down and just that concept of like overflowing when you said that, I was thinking, yeah. oh, that's so powerful. It's so true. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I, I think we often want to see like really instant results or we want to control how things are happening that that's a huge thing that I see with my clients is learning how to kind of release the how because we want to be like controlling everything in our business we want to control exactly how clients are coming to us or how the money is coming in or how we're going to hit our goals like Um, I think we're very much conditioned to like, think of our goal and then do this like detailed plan backwards to where we're starting from and wanting to follow the plan exactly to meet the goal. And having a plan can be really powerful, but you have to have space in there to just Mm -hmm. let the energy flow and to let clients come to you like in their own path. And you never know where people are going to come from. And so I think it's just like, it's really powerful when you can put things out there with your business or like do your strategy or do your aligned actions and then just sit back and tell yourself okay I did my part like now there are there are other people involved there are other moving pieces that I can't control and I did my part and that's yeah. enough and like everything else is is working for me yeah
0: and it will all fall into place yeah do you have any tips for people who are feeling just really stuck right now? I feel like that is such a common problem. I see that with my own coaching clients too. They just they just feel stuck. And yeah. obviously there are often so many reasons as to why they feel that way. But as a mindset coach, do you have any tips for that person who is listening right now who is just feeling really stuck, like they're just stuck in the quicksand, they can't move forward, they can't get out of it, they feel like they're just getting deeper and deeper into their stuckness in their business do you have any tips for that person who's listening
1: yeah there are a few things that I think can be really powerful when you're in that energy one thing that I always recommend to people I'm a huge fan of journaling and just Mm -hmm. using that as an outlet to kind of get everything out and I think when you're feeling that kind of like stuck frustrated energy it can be so powerful to just journal and like get all of your feelings out on paper get all of your frustrations out write them all down without a filter because sometimes it's just like the releasing of those feelings and emotions that can allow you to kind of recenter and get back to a place where you're ready to like show up and do things in your business and that can be just a really powerful first step to kind of look at your emotions, like allow yourself to feel <laughs> frustrated or angry or upset or whatever. Um, and then I think another really powerful thing you can do is a lot of times when we're feeling stuck, I've seen with my clients, and I'm not sure like if you've seen this with your clients too, but a lot of times I see when my clients are feeling really stuck or overwhelmed, it's because they're kind of forcing themselves to do so many things that they don't actually feel aligned with Mm -hmm. because they should, right? Like because some marketing person or like another coach or like somebody online told them this is how you have to do things. And it can feel really overwhelming if you're spending your days doing things that don't really feel aligned just because you should and kind of forcing yourself into them. And I love to just have my clients do like a huge audit of what they're doing in their day and start to eliminate stuff. Like It doesn't matter if somebody else built their business by doing three newsletters a week. If that doesn't feel good to you, if that Mm -hmm. doesn't feel aligned to you, let go of it for now. Lean into what does feel good to you because the best way to get out of that stuck energy and to start to see momentum is to do the things that feel aligned and fun and Mm -hmm. good for you because when you're in that energy... That's when you magnetize in clients, Mm -hmm. right? Your energy is so powerful. And if you're writing a newsletter from a space of overwhelm or I don't really want to do this, but I'm forcing myself, that energy comes across to people. And so Mm -hmm. you're not going to see any results. So I love to just have them do that, like write down a list of everything they're doing. If it's on the list because they feel like they should be doing it or it's the right way to do things, let go of it and just lean into what feels exciting for now. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a common yeah problem people run into, myself included. You know, yeah. you're listening to all of these different educators and you've got all of these different influences in your business and can kind of be hard to navigate those conflicting pieces of information yeah. and filtering all of those through. So yeah. um, I think, yeah, you make such a good point. Sometimes we just need to put that to the side and just kind of trust our gut a little bit. And I mean, I'm not into the whole like woo-woo kind of thing, but I definitely believe that if something feels good to you, like you need to trust that you're going to create from a better space yeah Um, if you do that you're going to show up more confidently if you do that as well so
1: yeah exactly yeah there and there are so many ways to run a successful business and to grow Mm -hmm. a successful business and Anything you can think of, there's somebody who has used that as a strategy and that has been like the golden ticket for them. Yeah. And so I think that's just a really powerful reminder that any way you want to run your business or grow your business can work for you if you believe that it will work. And yeah, yeah, so if, if you're feeling like very stuck and overwhelmed, then just do an audit and see where you can lean into things that feel better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I recently developed a real love for journaling.
0: I used to journal a fair bit and I kind of just lost the habit, but I think it's so powerful. It's just such a good way to get everything that's kind of swirling around in our mind, just get it out. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just a really good way to navigate those thoughts and those feelings and create new beliefs for yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm such a huge proponent of, like, journaling. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, writing in a physical journal if that feels really slow or cumbersome yeah. for you. Like, you can type it on your computer. You mm. can record, like, voice notes to yourself kind of talking through things. But I feel like we all need to give our space, ourselves more space to just be with our own thoughts and process things ourselves. And, you know, kind of have more mental space to let the ideas come to you and to kind of see like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling right now? And, and how do I want to move forward?
0: Mm. And the thing is, sometimes it doesn't always feel comfortable. <laughs> In yeah. fact, usually it does feel a little uncomfortable recognising those thoughts, but I think it's so important just to be able to recognise what's happening in our mind so that we can actually start making some changes and, yeah, um, yeah, and show up better. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'm glad you said that because it can definitely – like if you haven't if you haven't done mindset things before if like yeah. you're not in the habit of journaling it can feel kind of scary and like confronting mm-hmm. to look at that stuff and to be really honest with yourself about like what your beliefs are what your patterns are and so that can feel a little uncomfortable at first and yeah. I mean honestly like whenever you come up against any new like limiting belief or fear that pops up as you grow your business it can feel a little bit uncomfortable but I feel like that's definitely a muscle that grows stronger the more often you do it and it yeah. becomes it becomes easier over time for you to kind of look at things like that the more you do it.
0: Mm. I think one of the just the biggest takeaways from this conversation and I and I hope our listeners take this away as well is that strategy can't work on its own. I think business is a culmination of both strategy and mindset. Both of them work hand in hand. And I guess as a branding and mindset coach, that must be something that you obviously firmly believe in too. But I just think for anyone listening who hasn't really delved into mindset before, if it feels, I don't know, a little unknown, if you feel like, oh, it's not for me, that's a little bit too weird, just know that mindset is important and as Cassie said, you have a mindset, <laughs> but is it a healthy mindset? <laughs> yeah. um, so I would really encourage anyone who's listening today to to really delve into that, even if it feels vulnerable and uncomfortable. I think you'll find that once you start getting a little more comfortable with your thoughts and your feelings and feel comfortable yeah, navigating those things and changing those things, you'll really find that that does actually make an impact in your business and it, and it will produce
1: results. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so powerful even to just start to bring awareness to it, right? Mm. Like you don't have to conquer, shift your whole belief system or your whole mindset all at once, but just start to try and get into the habit of every day, just noticing what is coming up for you. Like Mm. when you have a belief or when you feel worried or anxious or scared about something in your business, just kind of asking yourself, hmm, like where did that come from? Mm-hmm. where Where is that belief that's making me feel this way? And just to start to be aware of it, just mm. to kind of think about it a little bit. just that first step is so powerful when you start to bring awareness to the subconscious thoughts and mindsets that are really driving so many of our actions day to day.
0: Absolutely. Well, before we start to wrap up the episode, um, is there anything else, I guess, along the lines of that conversation that you wanted to share?
1: Yeah, I think it's just really a process. And I think one of the most important things when you start to dive into mindset and even as you're growing your business and, you know, mindset becomes kind of a regular piece of the puzzle is just to give yourself a lot of empathy and a lot of space Mm -hmm. and, Not placing any judgment. I think, especially when we first start to kind of look at our mindset, it can be really easy to like feel bad or to judge ourselves for old beliefs and patterns that maybe have held us back or that have kept us kind of playing small. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to remind everybody who's listening like, try and just come with a space of like acceptance over where you're at and not judging yourself for anything that's coming up just give yourself the space to kind of feel everything and notice everything and then just know mm. that anything that comes up for you you can shift you have the power to shift it so we don't need mm. to blame ourselves or feel bad for a mindset that's been like holding us back for years we can just notice it and kind of hold that space for ourselves, and then yeah shift and go from there mm. yeah So
0: with what you're doing now, are you finding that um, all clients you're working with, you're doing branding and mindset or do clients come to you with just kind of wanting assistance with one of those things? What does that look like in your business today?
1: Yeah, so mindset is kind of now the foundation of everything I do. It yeah. is probably, you know, 75% of what I'm doing day to day. Mm-hmm. I have um, a course that's called Mindset Mastery Bootcamp that is kind of like foundational shifts for your mindset. If you're a business owner, I have a mastermind that's focused on like mindset growth for for business owners who are kind of scaling, like to six figures and beyond. And then when I do have clients who come to me for branding, mindset is now just like an integrated part into that process. It's kind of like I was saying, the the foundational first step of that process when I work with branding clients. So it's kind of mindset is like the entry point (laughs) for Mm -hmm. everybody in my business to start there and then kind of go from there, whether they need branding or they just want the coaching. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that.
0: Well, a question that I always ask as part of the podcast, because it's called the imperfect pursuit. I just wanted to ask you if you would mind sharing a time in your business that you decided to take imperfect action. And what did this look like? How did it pay off? And I know this might have some crossover with other things that you've said in this conversation, but... Yeah, is there, I guess, one thing in particular, a time that you remember that you just decided to show up and take imperfect action and, yeah, what did that look like?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love this question. I was... Thinking about it before we started recording. <laughs> and I think one of the kind of best examples of this for me is in this year in 2020, when I started to really shift into doing mindset things and I was feeling like I wanted to add that into my business more, I had this idea for what is now Mindset Mastery Boot Camp, which like I mentioned, is kind of like my entry level course mm-hmm. about mindset. I had this idea for it and I did not know what it was going to look like. I did not know any of the details. I just had kind of this vague idea in my head of that I wanted to kind of be with people for 14 days, a really compact amount of time, mm-hmm. and shift their mindset. And I didn't have any other details than that. And I really was trying to get into the habit of kind of leaning into my intuition and doing things when they excited me, even if I didn't really know what it looked like. And so Mm. I launched that course really quickly without having any of the content made, without (laughs) even having like a plan of what I was going to teach on each of the 14 days. I just like talked about mindset things and sent out a few newsletters and I ended up having five people, five amazing women come in for that first round. which I was so happy with because it was, you know, it was like this really vague idea of what I wanted to do. And honestly, it was, it was so powerful just kind of going into it and trusting that I would figure out the content and like figure out the format as I went. And it was just like those, the women had such incredible transformations. And I feel like that was, such a good reminder to me um, and as I'm sure you know and love to tell your clients like you don't have to have this full-blown plan for everything yeah. you do and it can still be really powerful and really transformative and really impactful mm. um, and I think that was just that was such a good lesson for me to just take really quick action when something, came up that i felt really strongly about yeah
0: yeah often i'm always saying to my clients there's two things i'm usually saying just start like just start and i often say like the nike um slogan like just do it it." (laughs) (laughs) stop overthinking it you don't need to yeah you don't need to have it all together you don't need to have everything perfectly mapped out or planned out just start (laughs) yeah
1: i love that it's so
0: powerful Mm, absolutely Well, before we kind of wrap up the episode, I have some rapid fire questions for you, which I didn't send to you in advance. (laughs) Um, So do you want to tell us your favorite
1: book and or podcast? You can have both. Mm, Okay. My favorite book is super random, but it's um, the Yaga Sisterhood book. Um, I read that when I was little. It's such a random book, but I just love that book. Um, And my favorite podcast is probably The Jenna Black Show cool what's that about yeah she is like a um also kind of like a mindset empowerment business coach so yeah um totally up my alley
0: yeah so cool we'll link to that in the
1: show notes as well yes um what show are you currently watching oh my husband and i are just about to finish the last season of the big bang theory Nice. Have you seen it all before? No, this is my first time watching it all the way through.
0: Nice. Yeah, I haven't watched it all the way through. My husband is a huge Big Bang Theory lover. (laughs) Um, I went through a phase where I I watched a fair bit with him. And then, I don't know, I feel like with a show, once you stop, it's really hard to get back into it. You really need to go from start to finish. So I I need to commit to doing that. Yes, yeah. And what are three things that are bringing you joy right now?
1: Mm. I am loving the cooler weather in the mornings, so I can have some hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I am loving oh, this is random, but just like reading books with my little toddler. She mm-hmm. is almost two, and it is so fun to see like her little brain working mm-hmm. and processing everything. And mm, I am loving ooh, learning how to knit. I've been learning oh, how to knit! That's, that's nice. that been fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good did you get into that because of your daughter um it's just like I I know how to sew and I wanted to learn how to make like cute little baby mittens and stuff so (laughs) I was like I'll just I'll try I'll learn how to knit that's so good I love that I love that you have um yeah, you have a hobby. (laughs) I need to um, look into that. Oh my gosh. It's so nice. I feel like especially being a brand designer for so many years where Mm -hmm. everything was on the computer, I was like, I need to get some hobbies with things that I can do with my hands (laughs) in real life. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. So did you watch YouTube videos? How did you, how did you learn that?
1: No, I've just like YouTube videos like how to knit baby booties (laughs) just (laughs) followed along and tried to kind of learn from there
0: that is so cool yeah I feel like I
1: should look into that I it's very relaxing
0: yeah I was given a sewing machine um which I've used maybe once or twice I don't know I just haven't really gotten into sewing I don't know if I'm scared of it because it's like the electric Um, side of it like maybe I feel like I'm gonna like sew my hands together I don't know I just haven't ever gotten into like sewing but I feel like I could get into knitting
1: yeah yeah it's a little bit kind of lower risk with just kind of knitting
0: (laughs) oh so good well you have an amazing freebie available for our listeners and that's um mindset journal prompts so do you want to tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah. So I, I'm sure as everybody can guess by now, I love journaling. I think it's such a powerful and kind of low commitment way to kind of dive into mindset stuff. So I have a little freebie. It's 40 plus journal prompts to yeah. kind of get clear on like your soul desires and what you want to create in your business and then shifting your beliefs to line up with that so that you can create it. So mm, that's really so powerful.
0: Cool. Yeah. I want to go and download that after. Yeah, our episode. Should. <laughs> well, Cassie, it's been so good chatting today. I feel like there have been so many little light bulb moments for me as well. Do you want to share with our listeners where people can find you? Where are you hanging out? Um, yeah. Yes. Where do you like connecting with people?
1: Yeah. So my website is a great place. It's rudesignco.com. Kind of everything can be found over there. And then I'm always hanging out on instagram um which is at cassie Dulworth. It's still my maiden name my pre pre-marriage name pre-marriage so <laughs> yeah but i'm over, over on instagram
0: all the time. yeah awesome well we'll link to both of those in the show notes because i know rue is a little bit tricky to spell yes uh, yes r-e-u-x
1: <laughs> yeah it is it's kind of like yeah. a
0: french french
1: version of the word
0: well we'll link to that in the show notes as well for anyone who wants to check that out um but yeah it's been so lovely chatting today thank you so much for coming with all of your amazing mindset knowledge <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you for having me i hope that this was impactful for, yeah. for people who are listening oh, i am confident that it was
0: <laughs> awesome. well thank you so much cassie Well, there you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. It was so lovely being able to chat with Cassie. She is such a lovely girl and you can just tell by the way she speaks how passionate she is about seeing people really step into their purpose and develop a healthier mindset because we know that mindset really does infiltrate into every aspect of your business. It was such a good conversation and I hope you guys are feeling inspired and empowered. I definitely had a couple of light bulb moments and I'm sure you did as well. So make sure you go connect with Cassie on Instagram, but we'll pop that in the show notes along with any other links that we mentioned. And hey, I also just wanted to say a very big thank you to everyone who has sent me beautiful encouraging messages about the podcast and also to everyone who has taken the time to leave a review. I read all of your reviews and I'm so grateful for everyone who has taken a few minutes to write a review. Reviews are so powerful when it comes to reaching other people on the whole podcast world and they really do mean so much to me. They make my day whenever I read a review. And if you have been thinking about leaving a review, just haven't gotten around to it. Now would be an amazing time for you to do that. Anyway, thank you so much guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Keep on imperfectly pursuing your purpose and I'll talk to you in the next episode hey did you love today's episode be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode and i would be so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts this lets me know what kind of content you are loving so that i can keep creating valuable content for you in the future it also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you you can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website, saraluthi.com for more information on my coaching services as well as some cheeky freebies. Thank you so much for being here, friends. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.